Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Guys, I am coming to you live from New York City, where we just survived a hurricane. That's right. We survived an actual hurricane. It was Hurricane Henri. Henry with an I. Henri. Hurricane Henri. I think Hilaria named this hurricane, you guys. But there's something that happens, right? When there's a, a, a storm warning, people come off the rails. My mother in particular, she can't handle the word rain. The second they say it's going to rain on the news, my mom is like the lady on the Titanic. She's like, the, the water was freezing and there's not enough boats. Like she starts group texting the family, making sure we're inside. I'm like, mom, it's drizzling. She's like, but it could be dangerous. There's loose wires. I'm like, where? Like, where are there loose wires? We live in New York City. And if there were loose wires strewn about, that would be a huge liability for the city. But the slightest mention of rain on the news, she freaks out. She wants to make sure we're all inside as though we're going to be swept away in in a flash flood in front of Bloomingdale's. But everyone gets so worked up about any mention of a storm or a hurricane. Understandably, I want to be very clear. I'm not making fun of storms or mother nature. They can be devastating. I'm just saying, before we freak out, let's just see it unfold. I'm not saying you should all run to the corner with a kite and a key in the middle of a storm and wait for electricity to strike you. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying maybe a little less drama, right, from the news. We have so much to worry about right now. It ended up not being a bad storm at all. It ended up being rain. And there's a meme going around of a an overturned plastic lawn chair. That's the damage that was done. One chair flipped over, which everyone sent me, even though it's all over Instagram. Which brings me to my don't hate me of the week. But first, an intro. Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. Don't hate me, but why is anyone ever texting anyone memes? Why? We all have social media and we're seeing them there. So by the time you've texted it to me, I have seen it 46,000 times. So don't hate me, but I don't, I don't need to see your meme, okay? I've seen it. I get wanting to send your friend memes. That's what DM is for or tagging them in the memes. But screenshotting the memes and then texting them to people, it just seems unnecessary when we all have access to the same memes is all I'm saying. It, it feels like you're going to fax me a meme is what it feels like. It feels like you have to say to someone in your household, hey, uh, could you, did you check the mail today? Did you go downstairs and check the mail? Because someone uh, s- sent me a meme in the mail and they told me to check my mailbox. I'm sorry, don't hate me, but that's what it feels like. Um, guys, Hi. So I've picked up some new listeners. I know because they've emailed me and that makes me really happy. So welcome. If you're new, uh, I encourage you to catch up on all the old episodes and please don't forget to leave a review because uh, it really goes a long way for us podcasters. So please do that. I'm also super excited for my guest today. Um, she has been a guest before. She is also on the Dear Media Network uh, with a great podcast, The Bad Broadcast. So without any further ado, let's get to today's episode. 
Guys, I am so excited because one of my dear media bays is back. Maddie Murphy, you also know her as the bad broadcast. First of all, I realized you made me realize, Maddie, I might be a narcissist because I think you and I have such a similar sense of humor and I live for you. So I was like, maybe I just live for you because you're like me and I'm a narcissist. That's perfectly fine though. (laughs) You said that like it was a problem. I was waiting for the problem to be said. Wait, we have so much to discuss, Maddie, but I want to just start with saying you guys, Maddie, you are six feet tall. Yeah. I'm 5'11". 5'11". Yeah. Isn't that, and I've been this height. I don't know if this was since you were yet. like born since I, I came out of the womb essentially but I since I was 11 so my shoe size was growing with my age so when I was nine, I had a size nine foot, 10, 10, 11, 11. Luckily it stopped at 11. I have a size 11 foot. But like the pictures of me with my friends are hilarious. When you're that tall, do you get to pick what shoes you want or they pick you? They pick you. You get, here's what you get. You get the sale section at Nordstrom Rack that is like <laughs> sectioned off as 11. That is still one of the only places I shop or online when I can filter. Like I can, I'm like, don't even show me a shoe unless it comes in a size 11. Like I, I can't even tell you that the despair of trying to shop for shoes as like a 16 year old and being like, do these come in an 11? And they're like, never will that ever happen. Like this will never come in a size 11. And I'm like, cool. And they'll be like, you could try men's. So, I only ask that because I know as a guy, if you have a huge foot, like a 13, like something like you're only stuck with like fluorescent green. Like there's, there's no option. And like orthopedic Velcro <laughs> shoes. <laughs> so I have like a few brands that like for sure come in my size. Like Doc Martens always come in my size. Uh, like any athletic shoe comes in my size because I can buy men's. Right. Okay. But And then Steve Madden for like heels and stuff always comes in an 11. Oh, interesting. So most of my heels or like dressy shoes will be Steve Madden. The reason I'm giving the background on your height, by the way, is not just because I am a heightist or whatever. (laughs) Uh, On Instagram, someone I was watching one of your Q and A's, and I didn't know that three of your brothers played in the NFL. Oh yeah, they're also big. Well, that's when I was like, the whole family is. Have you seen a picture of all of us together? I have not. And also, can you? For I don't know a thing about football other than Tom Brady wins everything. That's the only football thing I know. That's all you need to know. Every time I've ever (laughs) looked at ESPN, it is Tom Brady. He's just like covered in rings on Instagram. Who are your brothers, and what teams did they play for? Because I know people are going to want to know that. Yeah. So it's very it's it's much more low key than it seems. Okay. Like it's not any. I mean, bless their heart. They're super talented. No, no breakout stars. But they made it to the NFL. That's like not easy. Okay, I'm going to send you this picture of us. This is from my old one. And you'll see, I'm, I'm almost six foot and my mom is a little bit shorter than me. I'm just going to text it to you. Quick summary. So I have seven brothers. Did you know that? I did not know you had seven brothers. Okay, I had seven brothers. So my parents, my dad is a retired baseball player. So my dad's name is Dale Murphy. So my dad played for the Braves for like 20 years. That was his career. So I was born in Atlanta. All my siblings were born in Atlanta. Stop it. Yeah. So my my mom had seven boys and then me at the end. Wait, by the way, I'm looking at this picture that Maddie just sent me. No, but I look like I'm like five. You guys, five. Maddie is six feet. Uh, she sent me a picture with her seven brothers. She looks like she's five feet in this picture. No, honestly. How tall and, are these people? So they're all, they're all probably between six, three and six, five. So they were either going to be carnies or pro athletes. So there exactly. was like no in between. Exactly. <laughs> like when they all walk in a, in a line, like down a street, I'm like, 
you guys are headed to like commit some serious crime. Okay, wait. So go back. So your dad played for the Braves. You were born in Atlanta. I love this so much. Born in Atlanta. So all my brother, we were all born in Atlanta. We still spend a lot of time there. We were just there a few weeks ago. Anyway, so my my oldest brother, his name's Chad. He's actually a professor. He's like went the total opposite direction. No sports. Uh, the next brother, his name's Travis. People who, I don't know if you've heard me talk about him. He's my special needs brother. So he lives with my parents still. He's like the best person that's ever lived. Then the next one is Sean. Sean is, let me give you a visual reference. Sean is the one, he's third in. One, two, three. That's Sean. Sean was the first one. So he played college football and then got drafted. He played uh, like for, he was with a few different teams, kind of bounced around for like six or seven years. He was with like the Dolphins, Buccaneers, just kind like of all no over. big deal. Like yeah, whatever. just like Miami whatever. Dolphins, like whatever. I'm like the only, I was pretty young. I mean, this was like 10 years ago. And like all I remember is that like he gave really great Christmas gifts like every single year. And I was like, <laughs> you must be rich because you're giving me, he would give me like coach bags every single year. And I'd be like, what is going on? Um, and then the one next to him to the left of him is Tyson. Tyson's actually, he's the shortest, but he's still like over six feet and he is um, an artist. He he lives in LA. He's an artist. My next one is Taylor. Taylor ended up playing college baseball. And then the two youngest, Jake and McKay, both played college football here in Utah and then went on to play on like practice, a few practice squads and then just for a couple of years. I can't even. I, I wish I, that summary was faster. There's just too many. I know. We you need to the, let a few go. It's an entire roster. Like they could have started their own. Exactly. Football. We could. Like, we still should. You and I agree on so many things. Don't say it, Jenna. I'm saying it. There is something that we do not agree on and and I want to get into it. Is this what I think it is? It is what you think it is. Okay, say it. Say it. Let the people know. Okay, you guys, if you listened, I did an episode called A Fine Line Between Confidence and Delusion because that's what... I have. I, I'm not sure if it's confidence or I'm delusional. That's the best place to be, I think. A hundred percent. And I, I told the story how I went and I went to try out for the Syracuse University cheerleading team. And I never cheerleaded a day in my life because growing up, we didn't have cheerleaders. City, I didn't know that it was a sport. So I thought I just had good hair and good pep and I was right. on the team. Like, yeah. Obviously. Which obviously, Yeah. I mean, I would have, I would have cast you. I don't know what the right, <laughs> what the right word is there. I don't either. But in that episode, we talk about, first of all, one of my dreams in life is to nail the lift from Dirty Dancing. Right. Of course. Is that one of yours? Well, yeah, but I'm six feet tall. Do you think I've ever met anyone who could lift me above their head? Maybe your husband is, he's really tall. No, my husband is my height, but he is, he's buff. We can work it out. Sidebar, my boyfriend, when he was married, got married. The, the, his wedding song was Time of My Life. Okay. He didn't do the lift. He did the he, dance. They didn't even try. And I was like, how could you go out there, play Time of My Life when people are going to think you're going to be Patrick and she's going to be Baby or Johnny and Baby, and then just dance like normal self-respecting people, which brings me to what I want to discuss with you. You said you don't like a dance at a wedding, like a choreographed dance. I just want to add here (laughs) the fact that you think ordering fajitas is humiliating, (laughs) but you don't think performing the single ladies dance with eight 
unenthusiastic bridesmaids and groomsmen. The fact that, that one of those is more embarrassing than the other is not right. It does not sit well with me. Okay. It's because I have this like, you know, I have this dream in life to be some sort of team dancer. Like it's weird. Like I want to okay. be I do get that. a dance team. I, I can't do, I can't do any of these things, by the way. It's just something in my mind. You that like I kind feel of the, the, the choreographed, choreographed camaraderie. You co- yes. But by the okay. way. I'm terrible at choreography. It's just this, again, delusional piece of my brain. But so I got married in, in 1910 before YouTube. Right, right. When I discovered on YouTube all these people dancing down the aisle to Chris Brown songs at Forever Dance, I'm seeing people do the entire Dirty Dancing movie on yes. the dance floor. And I'm like... Where was I? I just danced to some Frank Sinatra. Hey, here's the thing. What do you do when you're attending a wedding and all of the groomsmen and bridesmaids started? Because the thing is, it's never just something said. Like, honestly, if somebody came out to time of my life and did something like that, I would almost be more on board. But it's always to like WAP. Like, it's always to something like that. And it's always like groomsmen. It's like ironically like twerking and I'm just like by the way that's this, bad yeah yes that's like bad. this is I just it gives me the most secondhand embarrassment because I'm like you guys had to like plan this like you had to go to like rehearsal and I just want to know whose idea it was because you know it's not the bridesmaids or the groomsmen you're right you think the bride was like being a bridezilla and she's like everyone now is gonna yes. dance to and maybe, single maybe ladies by the way is. that's a bad one if I was a bridesmaid and I was single and I had to dance to single ladies Yes. But like I do, when you brought up time in my life, I was like, I would kind of love that like throwback kind of like vibe. I well, that's like what that. I think it is. I think if I really put more thought into it, it's not just any dance. I want like a Broadway show. I want something like Grease. Like we go together at the end. I want it to be the scene from the carnival. I want, I want like by the way, do hard, hard knock life from Annie. I don't care. Yeah. Here's the other thing is that the chances of all of your bridesmaids and all of your groomsmen doing the dance well is zero. Zero percent. Like there's always going to be at least 40% that either don't want to be there or just don't know the dance. Yeah. Like I, I went to high school with a girl who ended up like dancing in Vegas and in LA. She's like this incredible dancer. So all of her bridesmaids were professional dancers. And so they did something choreographed and it was amazing because I'm like, these girls are like fully trained to do this. It was like a two in one performance slash wedding. Yes. And I yes. saw the video of it and I was like, yes, this I can get behind. Okay. But when you make your bridesmaids do it who don't dance, it is painful. It is way, painful. That is definitely painful. Yes. Okay. I yes. get it now. So maybe we are more on the same page. We than are we on the same page. Yeah. Now I'm 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 coming around. Yeah. And like time of my life, I like have this hope. I don't know if you've heard my episodes where I talked about how I hated my wedding. I like did not like anything about my wedding. So I have this hope to do a vow renewal on our five year, which is next year. Can you do the lift? And I'm like, I w- I'm going, I'm going vegan so that I can accomplish the lift. The lift. <laughs> so I can light. I mean, wouldn't load. that be fun? Come out and everyone's like. I don't yeah. know. And a spotlight? 
and, it's and the dress. Light. Oh, I would yeah. wear that dress too. Yeah, obviously you would. Obviously, you wear the dress. What are some other like iconic couples dances that you could do though? Better shape up from Greece when they're oh, yeah, that's a good one. House thing. Hey, that would be cute if a bride came out in a little leather jacket in yes. a new outfit. Yes, look, you really turned white. I know white leather jacket and some some pants and some fun Tight heels with heels and like yeah, Ooh, tell me about lip? it, stud. Like All yes, right. okay. And and we just joint? turned Maddie, you guys. Maddie is now I think choreographing. I now, I now have an idea for what I want to do for my vow renewal. <laughs> Jenna's going to be there filming the whole thing. Hundred <laughs> percent. I will help. I want to be the choreographer. I'll be like kickball chain. Pop yes. <laughs> Are those the two dance terms that you know? Be that honest. That is literally it. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Like I don't know if it's pot of I have no idea what that is. Not a single clue. Hey guys, it's me, Chriselle Lim, co-founder and CMO of Bumo. As a busy working parent myself, I felt like there was a lack of options for parents and I personally needed more support. So that's what we're doing here on Being Bumo. We're here to make your life easier, a little less stressful, and help you navigate through this complex thing called parenting. So subscribe now to Being Bumo at applepodcast.com slash beingbumo or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, gotta go. See you guys soon. I thought of something that's really, I get major embarrassment from. Okay, tell me. Standing ovations. Who are you? Are you embarrassed for the stander? Or I'll the- tell you where it comes okay. into play. If I'm first doing the standing ovation, fine. Because sometimes I feel so moved by like something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes. And what, I what was the up. last thing you gave a standing O? Okay. So I went to Bruce Springsteen on Broadway. Okay. Very great show. He's brilliant, by the way. He is just a brilliant storyteller. So I like when I, again, narcissism, I like when I lead the standing ovation. (laughs) (laughs) Like if it was my idea, if it was my idea, then I'm fine with it. If I felt compelled, if I felt moved to standing ovate, then I don't know if that's a word. I I feel comfortable, like it's organic. Where it gets confusing is like when you're not sure you want to do it just because like maybe it's someone that played the grandma and then you have to like get up and everyone's like getting up and then you have to get up and you don't really want to get up. Yeah. And you're like, I'm getting up because other people are, I get just majorly, I can't explain it. I want to die. Okay. But it's way, way, way more embarrassing to stay seated. No, I would never stay seated. <laughs> that is even worse. <gasps> I would never stay seated. And I want to go on record and say any performer deserves a standing ovation. This isn't about me not thinking they had a good performance. Yes. There's just something awkward about the like, when do I stand? Like, it is weird because then, like, now I'm following the people. Well, and I always think, like, okay, so on, you know, if you go to a Broadway show and, like, you know, some of the cast comes out, and then, like, what if the next one gets a standing ovation? And then, what if then the one after them you don't want to ovate for? Do you sit back down? Are you like, that one wasn't, that one's not worth it? Yeah, that would be really awkward if you were yeah. just sat down, <laughs> folded your arms, and you're like, you're like no, nope. no, no, no. Oh, but the next one I'll stand yeah, for. Yeah, the next one, you're just doing squats, <laughs> just deciding who to stand for. <gasps> okay, so I wanted to talk about that because I realized that this is a, a theme with me. I always feel uncomfortable at the standing ovation 
portion. Did you grow up religious? Did you ever go to church? No, actually I grew up Jew. I'm Jew. Oh, I'm a oh, Jew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and in temple, we don't do standing ovations, but we, you know, we have to constantly sit and stand. Right, right. Like they open the the arc where the Torahs are and then you like have to stand out of respect and then you sit when it's cl- it's a whole thing yeah do you do like him like hymnals or hymns we do like a songs lot of, amen yeah we do oh, yeah. we do a lot of like okay yeah so like it's like Hebrew right yes. right okay so I was raised LDS and they and there's like him like you do like periodic there's like a hymn book it's like a big part of like it's called sacrament meeting, like the first meeting of church. And like you do periodic hymns throughout the meeting. There's like an opening hymn, a rest hymn, and then a closing hymn. Yeah. And like sometimes one person would decide that it was now time to stand for the hymn. And then everybody has to do it. It's not like scheduled into, it's not written into it. It's just like if one old guy on the front row decides that this is the one we stand for, then oh, what do everyone you, has to stand? Everyone ha- like, like, out of social pressure, I think, because that, and I just remember thinking like, I don't want to stand for this one. And it's like, well, everyone else is, what am I supposed to do? And that I think is that feeling where you're, that you're talking about where you're like, I'm so humiliated that I have to stand up right now. It's and, who's so... I, and I just want to be like, whose idea was this? I want to speak to them. Why did you decide to do this? I agree I'm with you. Yeah. So that I can relate to standing ovations. When you first said that in the email, I was like, I thought you meant receiving a standing ovation. And I was like, I've never received one. I'm all but, in to receive. So I think Again, that, that is what I need to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> if at any point I receive a standing ovation, it's already the best moment of my life. hundred percent. No, no. Give me standing ovations all night. In fact, if you're listening, if you guys could just stand up. <laughs> if everybody could rise. If everybody could rise up. and start clapping for us, that would be. Um, and if you could send us videos of it, that would be even better. I'm going to ask Nick right here to just add applause at yeah. everything we say. Yes. That's what yes. I want. Nick, do you are add, you listening? Do you add ask applause. Nick to do things when you're recording? Sometimes I'll be like, can you add like a sound effect? Yeah, that's what I've done. I've been <laughs> like, can we add a jingle here, Nick? Is that okay? <laughs> Nick is the he's best, the you best. guys. Nick is our producer. He is the best. He's the best. I love Nick. Nick, this is like a whole Nick love fest for you right Jeez, now. He's got a whole segment. This is some stuff that I need to get into about Instagram. Okay. Take me back posts. How do you feel about a take me back? You know, Jenna, I feel really bad about them. I feel really not good. Uh, same. I knew, because I knew you know we'd what? be on it's the same always, page. It's always take me back with like eight Ks at the end. <laughs> and take also, me back. here's the might, what I want to say about it. If you're not posting a picture of yourself with buck teeth, or braces, or like a Pat Benatar haircut from the days of your. Yes. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to see it because take me back is usually people want to post a picture where they feel really hot in a bikini. On yes. A beach. The only throw, you're so right. The only throwbacks worth seeing are the ones that are from like the early 80s, the early 80s, or something really funny. Yeah. Like, don't tell me throwback last week to Cabo. Take yeah. me back. Yes. No. 
No, no. We, we saw the bathing suit pictures. We don't need yeah. to. And like, this goes back to, we talked about this last time. Like if you want to post a hot picture of yourself, do it. Do it. Stop acting like you're doing us all a favor by, by doing take, a throwback. By taking us back. Yeah. Like I'm we all, don't need to go back. Exactly. We don't need more of it. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. The take me back. I actually have like a, I did a, a video. This was forever ago. This is probably like, I mean, I was in the middle of quarantine. So probably last June of the worst captions that people oh use. Oh my God. What are they? All right. My top one that I hate is <laughs> I'm saying this without any knowledge of if you've done this. So if you I know, have, that's what I, can, I know I haven't because I, I hate, have cringeworthy things about typical. I hate this guy. Heart eyes. Oh yeah. You know what I'm I saying? I haven't like done that, this guy. Yeah. Like this guy. Um, oh, I should watch the video. Okay. Because this is really the kind of stuff that I'm into. But one of them is take me back. Take I me back. That, I had that in the video. Okay. Okay. So I think I'm going to say either take me back, um, take <gasps> me back, five Ks, or take me back. See, same brain, Maddie. Sun emoji. I love this guy. Oh, this guy. Heart eyes. Heart eyes. Getting some vitamin Oh, that's the other one. Getting some vitamin C. S-E-A. Getting some oh, vitamin C. I went through a stage of wanting to kill myself when the big one was, I put the sin in single. That one's bad. I put the blank in blank is never a good format. No, it's not a good format. There's so many of them. I just, I want to be a caption writer for people sometimes. I know. And sometimes I want to just be like, you don't need to make this as hard as you're making it. Like you don't need to go through and find the Pinterest quote and put it in all lowercase and make it all hip. Like just tell us what's in the picture, what you want to say. Bad one. What? Tell me. I did a thing. That is, and they're engaged. We did a thing. We did a thing or... It's so millennial. It's, that is I such can't. a millennial thing to say. Okay, so we did a thing. And we it's did there, a thing. It's horrible. You guys don't write. We did a thing. I, I, there's so many. I should have compiled. I know. More. Let me, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna watch this again. Let me see what else I had. Oh, I'll tell you what else I hate, Maddie. Another trip around the sun. Another trip around the sun. Okay, so How about your vibe attracts your tribe? Oh, oh, guys. Any, anything with the word tribe in it. Yeah. Immediate no. It's an immediate no for me. Uh, Immediate no. And guys, another trip around the sun, like it's your birthday. Yeah. Since when are we all like suddenly astrologers and keeping track (laughs) of the sun patterns? Like since when is that how we track birthdays? Like you guys, it's just like we're another day closer to death. Like that should be the that is when's your birthday jenna (laughs) july 8th so we missed it damn it i missed it we were friends at that point too and i didn't even know i know mine's october 14th okay coming up better be another day closer (laughs) i'm gonna say one year hopefully closer to dying that's all i want (laughs) again it's so one year closer to like sweet relief (laughs) (laughs) um okay the other thing that i'm just in a rage about on Mm -hmm. instagram in the summer when people see a pool an empty pool in the field and they post a picture in a field like i guess here they're in fields like in the hamptons i don't know what they're what's happening i guess in our i mean it's a back uh, typically just a backyard here's the thing if you're if you want to post a pool be in it like i want to see you topless in the pool I am like I so, see. no, I am so against any picture that doesn't have a person in it. 
I don't want to see scenery ever. I am guilty of this one because here's the thing. I probably I am too, honestly. I believe that I'm a photographer. Like I actually, my side gig, if I could have one, I am obsessed with nature pictures. So if you look at my Instagram, you guys... I post anytime I'm in the mountains. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Jenna. Here's what you and I share. We complain about a lot of things. We say that we say that a lot of things are unacceptable, (laughs) unless I'm doing it. In which case, everybody be cool. A hundred. Like I will. I will rage about people who lay in tanning beds. But like, if I want to do it, shut the hell up. (laughs) Right. Like that is so. Nature pictures. I'm always like, how stupid is this? And then I post one, and I'm like. How incredible am yeah. I? <laughs> First of all, what's really sad about my nature pictures is I believe in my heart that okay. they're so professional. And that's what's sad, you guys. That's hard. That's it's hard. It's sad because like, <laughs> I'm not just posting it thinking like, oh, it's like, here I am. I'm posting it like, is this the most groundbreaking mountain picture you've ever seen? Oh, you are going to be so horny for Utah when you come I, here. I, because... I've been to Utah. I yeah. love... Anywhere out west. You're going to take the most incredible nature pictures and I will repost. I will double tap. I will comment. I will save. And they're going to be amazing. What if I caption them? I did a thing. What if you caption them? Take me back. Take me back. To Utah. (laughs) Let's talk about close friends on Instagram. The close friends function. Close friends list where you're hating it. Okay. Here's my feeling about close friends. If you add me to your close friends, I want to see something that could potentially get me indicted. I want to see something that I could be summoned to court because I witnessed something so crazy. I don't want to see your kids in a playground. Yes. This is the close friends list. Okay, remember last time we talked about the people who blur their kids' faces? Yes. <laughs> like if that's what you're, if your close friends list is just your kids unblurred, leave me off. Do you have random people adding you to their close friends list? I do and I'm honored, but I want to see bad behavior. Well, I'm always like, this is not the place to like over post. Like this is a place to secret post. That's what I want. Right. I, that's what I'm saying. Show me something fucked up. Yeah. I have, I have a close friends list. I literally think there's four people on it. I'll add you. <laughs> yeah, I want to be added. I'm gonna, I never, I truly never know what to post on it. I'm going to start posting. I'm going to make one right now. I used hey, to have one. It's going to be me I, and Nick. <laughs> it's going to be you, Nick. And like, maybe I'll just add a random. <laughs> No, whenever people, I am always really flattered when people tell me, but I always want to be like, could so you what explain do you it? see on people's close friends? Like, what are you seeing? I'm seeing Guys, just for like- those of you who don't know, close friends is a function on Instagram where if you, you can add, you can make a special list that you're only sharing with close friends and it has a green circle. So, you know, when someone has a story, there's a red circle around their profile. This is yes. a green circle. Yes. So the main things that I've seen are just, it's where people like over post. Like the, when they just want to rant and post everything about their day, but they don't want to bug their followers, yeah. they put it on their close friends list. Those are the close friends list that I'm on and that I don't want to be on. I need like, to- they'll just post like 15 memes right in a row. And I'm like, this was not secret enough. So I'm a fully on board. I want to see you doing crack cocaine. Exactly. If I'm not holding up a yeah. bank on my close friends feed... You're not getting the whole experience. I think the only thing I ever, I'm trying to think of what I have posted on mine. I think maybe close friends would be like a good place for me to like 
pick up an alter ego. Oh yeah, that would be good. The only time I've posted is when it, I, there was something in it that was like either showed where I lived or something like that. Like I didn't want to post like where I lived on my story, but I like wanted to tell like my, or like, or another thing is if I have like an announcement to tell my close friends and I don't want to, and they like don't know each other. So I'm not going to start a group text. Right. And be like, Hey, I'm planning on doing this or whatever. Well, you know what you're going to have to say on your close friends. What? Guys, I am plant. I am now learning the, the grease at my vow renewal. At my, I'm learning the dance. I'm getting fitted in a leather outfit as we speak. This is Jenna. You just brought us full circle. That's what I do, Maddie. That is that, that is a skilled podcaster right there. That is a callback. <laughs> that is a trained comedian. That is a that trained is a, comedian. You always like need to, to do a callback. Wait, but I want to end because I have to go. But I want to okay. ask you this: Do you have any tattoos? I had a tattoo removed. I had when I was 17 years old. I got a tattoo me and my ex-boyfriend of each other's names in hearts on our ankles. That was not, no, that is a bad that is a true lying. story. And let me tell you something. It was so idiotic. Obviously I was very impulsive. I had it for about six weeks when my father found out and thank the Lord. He took me to a laser surgeon. I got it removed and yeah. And it's thank God. And I want to get another one. Yeah. What do you want? I just What's, got my first one. Did you know that? Where'd you get? What'd you get? Where'd you get? What, what, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. I saw it. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. Matt, I, we wanted to get, let's get matching tattoos. Like just the words of it. And then I was like, we should just get a match because then they'll match. I love the tattoo. But you know what, Jenna? Now I have to tell that dumbass pun every time somebody asks about my tattoo. I love I've had it. it for I've had it for four months and I'm already but sick I think of telling people. It's self-explanatory, no, that you both had matches. Well, yeah, but people think it looks like a torch, which it's not that the worst thing. But I just I'm like, it's a match. They match, guys. That's anyway, amazing. I are love we it. getting matching tattoos after this? Uh, duh. What are we getting? Mm, our, each other's names on our yes. ankles. Yes. <laughs> Like, I'll get your butt on my butt. <gasps> yes. Can you make it bigger than it is though? <laughs> okay, Can you give me like a juicy booty? Yeah. I'll give you a Utah plastic surgeon's ass on my left butt cheek. I love it. I'm all in. Okay. okay please come, please come to Utah. Please. Jenna. I'm coming. I want to come. I'll see you next week. I'm waiting for something that we don't have an opinion on. I've yet to encounter one. I have an opinion on everything literally everything like on on like you name it i have criticized it in my mind maddie thank you tell everyone how to find you <laughs> all of it the bad broadcast every monday are you tuesdays is that what tuesdays. You tuesdays oh cute now people don't have to choose what to listen to on yeah, mondays just listen to, listen to both of us both of us there's room for everyone there's room, for, everyone. There's room for everybody at the top obviously um, Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Hold up. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.